the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you, O Lord. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it. And there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So the Pharisees and scribes asked Jesus, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly. All these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Most mornings when I first open Facebook, at the top of my newsfeed is a section called Memories. You've probably seen this feature if you also have Facebook. On this day, one year ago, three years ago, seven years ago, and it shows me what I posted or may have been tagged in that day. It feels a bit like opening an old family photo album and flipping through memories of days and years long past. Last Wednesday, when I opened my Facebook page, I happened to see photos from my senior year of seminary, when I served as the sacristan of the seminary chapel for the second year. Now, I'm pretty sure those photos were staged, but you can tell that I am right in my element. Standing in front of open cabinets and bookshelves and showing our new director of worship around the sacristy. Shelves full of lectionaries and other books, colorful liturgical binders, Cabinets filled with multiple sets of communion ware, and the closets and drawers where all of our vestments and altar paraments are kept. There was a place for everything, everything in its place, a sense of order and orderliness, rules that dictated when we would use which communion chalice or set out which banners. Now, there's nothing intrinsically wrong with the rules that we set up, arbitrary as some of them might seem. Some rules are actually quite helpful and not arbitrary at all, like wearing face masks to protect our neighbors. But I'm wondering about the rules that we establish, maybe even idolize, that might get in the way of what really matters. 
the religious faithful of Jesus' day, including the Pharisees, but certainly others as well, had their own rules, not unlike some of our own rules for religious observance. We read some of them in today's gospel story. Wash your hands before you eat. Wash whatever you buy from the market. Wash the pots and kettles that you use to prepare your meal. The rules for washing seem to make a lot of sense, maybe more so than usual, living as we do in the age of sanitizing and disinfecting. So when these few Pharisees and scribes noticed that some of Jesus' disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, not washing them, they wonder why. But before we get to Jesus' response, I'm actually more struck by what he doesn't say. There's a little detail at the beginning that sticks out to me. Some of his disciples, only some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, which means that the rest of his disciples were following the rituals and rules of their faith and the tradition of the elders that they had been taught. And Jesus himself was a faithful Jew. He surely knew the tradition of the elders. He would have noticed which of his disciples were following the rules and which were not. But he never pointed it out. Jesus never corrected them or called them out for not doing what their tradition and their rules said they should be doing. It's a curious thing. Did Jesus not care? Or did Jesus have something else in mind? My biggest source of anxiety when I visit a new church, maybe you can relate, is figuring out how communion works. Every church has different rules. Do we come forward on our own or do we wait for an usher to dismiss us? Do we file past in a continuous line or do we wait and kneel at the communion rail? Which cup is the grape juice and which is the wine? What if I need a gluten-free wafer? The insiders know just what to do, but newcomers like me are sure to stick out like a sore thumb, which is why I've come to appreciate clear written or verbal instructions for receiving communion. It might sound repetitive to the member who's been coming for 20, 30, 40 years, but for the newcomer, it's an act of hospitality and welcome. I wonder if that's similar to what Jesus was doing when he chose to keep quiet about his disciples' varying practices around ritual washing. It's never exactly fun to be the one called out or singled out for doing something differently, as though it's somehow wrong. I wonder if Jesus is instead creating a space of hospitality and welcome, a way of making sure that everyone belongs. Maybe that means letting the rules, well-intentioned as they are, slip from time to time. Does it really matter if the right color banners are out in the chapel? What would happen if we used the wrong communion chalice? What if I knelt for communion when everyone else shuffled on by? Jesus still shows up, and God is still present. 
in this space when we say all are welcome. It's not because of anything that we do, but because of what God does first. God welcomes us and makes a space for us here. No matter who we are, no matter where we're from, whether we know the right rules or customs or traditions, whether we think we belong or not. Here in this place, God welcomes all, strangers and friends, rule followers and rule breakers, longtime members and first-time visitors. God welcomes all of us and sets a place for us at the table of life.